We have all the answers inside us. We have all the answers inside ourselves. We look for answers from others. We look for direction from others, but we are the GPS. We have all the answers inside us, but sometimes we need help to figuring out the map and understanding the answers inside us. Hello, and thank you for joining me here on Hope to Recharge podcast, the podcast that's designed to break the stigma around mental health and to create some hope and inspiration and give some practical tips to those that are struggling with mental health, whether it's from personal stories to break the stigma or some advice from professionals in the mental health community. Whether you are struggling with mental health on your own or you know a loved one that is struggling, we are here to support you and to create a community so you you know you are not alone. The road to recovery can be difficult and challenging. At Hope to Recharge, we believe that in mental health, together is always better. I'm your host, Matana. Thank you for joining me here today. Hello, and thank you for joining me here on Hope to Recharge podcast. Today, I am recording my third solo episode on tools and how I found wellness and my journey in wellness. A lot of people were asking me about my journey in wellness and what I implemented. So I did two episodes on this. The first episode was on December 10th, 2019. It's called Raw and Vulnerable. And I speak about how we need to implement mindset gratitude, I'm not a victim method, and more of the mind over everything else that we need to work on, like the mindset part of healing. In the second episode, it was published on December 31st. It's called Find the Right Therapist. And I speak about how I found the right psychiatrist and how I found the right medication and my journey on medication and getting off of medication and how I implemented yoga and meditation and how I found specific healers to help me. So it was more on the support that I got from the medical industry, from the professional industry. And I deep dived into my journey with medication and and what I thought about medication and how it worked for me. That was an episode number two of my solo episode. Today, I'm going to speak about finding your support to help you just survive. And it doesn't mean that support means something that a specific doctor or healer or therapist, it could be a support group online, it could be a physical support group that we go to, it could be a friend, it could be a colleague, it could be somebody that we connect to that we find support. By me, it was Mimi. I have an episode called Finding Your Mimi, and it talks about this, but I'm going to deep dive a little bit more about other supports that I found through my journey and um, how important it is to stick to our support and implement the support into our daily life because it is one of the things that will get us through it and help us heal and help us find courage to heal. So that's what I'm going to be speaking about today, our support system. I was recently featured in a magazine, Nashi magazine. It tells my story about how I found support and how important it was to reach out and ask for support and not be afraid of the reaction. And how do we find the right support? So I'll be speaking about that today. Um, I want to just read out an email that I got recently from someone, one of our listeners. I get a nice amount of emails and Facebook private messaging on 
um, their exercises or what they got out of the podcast. This one was really touching and I wanted to share it and I asked her if I could share it and she said yes because a lot of them I don't share because they are still in shame and stigma. So I got permission to share this and I want to share it and I and I think it's it was so heartwarming to get this and, and it gives me energy to continue when I get these emails because I know that it's helping. I know that that the podcast is doing what it, I designed it to do to to bring hope to those that are struggling. So this is from Joy M from Australia. Dear Matana, I hope you receive this email. I wanted to let you know that your podcast gave me new hope for life. I am married and have three children and sometimes I feel like giving up. I listened to your recording with Dr. Selena as well as the recording you're interviewing your husband. When I was 12 years old, I was diagnosed with bipolar. I suffer from PTSD and other challenges. I have a very supportive husband, but I sometimes have a tremendous amount of shame of how I show up in our relationship. Thank you for sharing your story and giving us hope and ideas on how to improve our relationships around us and ourselves in particular. With hope, we can feel that there is a better tomorrow. I was recently diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. I listened to your episode on borderline personality disorder. It gave me strength to continue when I felt there was no more hope and I was depleted. I feel not alone and I could do this. Thank you for returning the hope to my heart and giving me permission to live another day of life through struggling and darkness. God bless you and your family. Joy, that was the most heartwarming email I've received in a while. Thank you for being so raw and vulnerable and sharing your journey with us and sharing your gratitude because your gratitude really gives me energy to continue because podcasting is a very intense project to say the least. Sometimes it could be really hard. And when I get these emails and these um, notes, I know that there's a purpose and I'm I'm helping those that are struggling like I was struggling. That's all I wanted to do with this podcast. So thank you, Joy. And yes, continue to fight every day and take, sometimes we have to take one minute at a time, one moment at a time and just say, I am living for the moment now versus thinking the rest of our lives because it could be so overwhelming when we're in darkness and when we're struggling a lot. Definitely. I've been getting a lot of requests to interview more on the topic of borderline personality disorder. I got over six people reaching out to me lately that they were diagnosed recently with borderline and they want to hear more about it. So I do have some people lined up for DBT, which is a practice for, I think it should be for any human in the world, but especially for borderline personality disorder. I want to bring some of those professionals into this podcast that we can get some tips and tools and understanding borderline, especially breaking the stigma around borderline. There's a lot of stigma and there's a lot of shame and there's a lot of pain. We need to create space to accept it, to heal from it, to understand it, to break the stigma around it. So that's just a little bit of a background of what we're working on. So I'm going to start with an episode now. I want to share a common question that I get all the time from people. And I said this in other episodes, but just in case you didn't listen to many episodes. So a common question is, what should I do if the loved ones around me don't get me and I just feel so alone? What do I do? And this is something that it's really a problem because when we are in darkness, we need support. We need as much support as we can get, but not everyone knows 
how to give the proper support. Not everybody understands mental illness. Not everybody understands what we're going through. And sometimes we don't have the language to describe what we're going to and what we need. So we first, I want to come from the point of the fact that we understand that not everybody can support us is already a little bit of a sense of I'm okay. It's fine. It's fine if my loved one can support me 100% in this journey. It's not their job 100% to be there for me all the time and to be able to hold space for my pain. It's a very big job. And it's a very hard job and it can be time consuming, um, emotionally consuming, and it, 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 you have to know how to do it. So you could be married to someone that doesn't know how to support you. You can be, you can have a parent that doesn't know how to support you. You can have a partner that you don't know that they don't know how to support you. They still love you and they still care about you and they still have pain seeing your pain. But the fact that they don't have the language or they don't have the knowledge of how to support you, that's okay. And it, but it doesn't mean that you have to stay without support. It means that you have to go and find the right support, the person that knows exactly how to support you, the group that knows how to support you, the like-minded people that went through it already. Either they're going through it now and they're just a little bit more into the healing process so they can help you and share tips on how they got a little bit further into the game of healing. Or maybe that somebody came full circle in recovery and is already healed and they can tell you, just share some stories of them during their healing process, or maybe just hold space for your pain. Sometimes we don't want someone to fix our pain. We just want someone to listen to our pain and, and hold space for the pain with us. Sometimes we just want to be heard and that's the support we need. Understanding that the people around us that loved us the most sometimes cannot be our support is the number one factor that we need to come to terms with. And when we come to terms with it, it's a little bit of a relief because sometimes we have these expectations and the expectations are not met and our sadness and our pain get so much stronger and then we feel debilitated and then we feel we can't fight anymore and then we feel very lonely and then we feel weak and then we want to give up. But when we come from a place of, okay, they love me, they care about me, they want me to be better, but maybe they don't know how to support me and I'll have to find this right support for whatever I'm going through, that's already, it gives you a little bit space in your heart to be more accepting and forgiving of yourself and of your loved ones. And sometimes it's a strain on the relationship when we're always dark and gloomy and frustrated. We have to remember that they're also human and they're not in our mind and they don't understand what we're going through and they have their own life and they want to get on with their life every day and they have their to-do list and sometimes it weighs them down knowing that somebody they love so much is in so much pain and it affects the way they go, go through the day and it can affect your relationship. So sometimes we have to learn who to share with and how much to share and it's okay if the closest people to us are not our 100% support. Now, I don't mean that they should not see us at all. And I don't mean that they should not acknowledge our pain. But sometimes they don't have the right words or the tools or the 
practical ways to show up for us. So we have to go look elsewhere. I'm going to share a few of the tips, what I did when, when I was going through the journey. So I, first of all, I went to groups online. There were on Facebook, some groups, and we were online courses for depression and anxiety. And I took the courses and there was other people going through the course as well. And they were all in that course because they were either supporting a loved one or they were going through it themselves through depression and anxiety. And I was naturally in a place that was giving support for those that are struggling with depression and anxiety. And the person that was giving the course was somebody that can guide me and give me support. So right there, I had support. I started talking about it here and there to people in my surroundings And then before I knew it, so many people shared their story with me of their depression or their their postpartum or their mental breakdown or that they're bipolar. And I was able to compare notes or to get advice or just be heard or just say to them, I'm not doing okay today. And them giving me that love and that kindness that I needed to get through the day or the hope or the inspiration. So sharing it with people that we know that we feel safe with. Now, it doesn't have to be a best friend. Sometimes it is a best friend. But sometimes a best friend can feel drained also from a relationship that's so dark and gloomy. So sometimes they can hold space and sometimes we have to know how much to share with a best friend. So we need to be very in tuned and aware to clues that we're getting from people that we share with. How are they showing up when we share with them? What's happening? Be intuitive, be aware, and you will figure out who is there for you and who is not. And the people that are not there for you, it's okay. They're not enemies. They're not, they're not somebody you have to disconnect for forever, but sometimes maybe you have to just disconnect for that period of time. And sometimes you need to put up boundaries to protect yourself so you can get more energy to continue. Sometimes people say the wrong things for you, what you need to hear. And when they're saying the wrong things, it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that they're not understanding where you are. And you're allowed to say, okay, this person is no longer good for me for now. And you walk away for now. Or you you can either communicate. It depends how your communication skills are. If you can communicate it with them or not, that's up to you. But the boundaries have to go up. Another place that I found a safe place was my yoga mat. I spoke about this last episode that when I went to yoga, I found that people that practice yoga are very spiritual and very connected to emotions. And they're very open and receptive to different kinds of people. And you can share with them. It's a safe place to share. Also, yoga teachers are usually extremely intuitive and extremely kind and nice. It was a place that I was able to share in my my yoga and meditation classes. I found family members that were open with me about their journey. And they were helping me and they gave me permission to reach out when I'm at crisis. I'd like to take this opportunity to pause for a second and give a big thank you to our sponsor, betterhelp.com. Have you been thinking of getting therapy for a while, but you live in a place that doesn't have therapists that meets your need? Or are they too expensive for what you can afford and you really want to get help and therapy? Or do you travel a lot and you can't access the therapist when you travel? Or do you come home from work and you're too? it's too late to go to an office for therapy? Well, betterhelp.com is an online platform for therapy. You can access thousands of therapists and choose from the therapist that meets your need. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash 
hope to recharge. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash hope to recharge to receive your 10% off on your first month. Take charge of your wellness. Go try them out. They really try hard to match you up with a specific therapist that will meet your need. Don't wait to get help. Go now, betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. You can access them from your phone, your tablet, your computer. You can be in your bed and you can receive your therapy you need. Don't wait longer. Now enjoy the rest of the episode. I was very into coaches. Find a coach, find a life coach, find a life coach that can help you understand what you're going through because we have all the answers inside us. We have all the answers inside ourselves. We look for answers from others. We look for direction from others, but we are the GPS. We have all the answers inside us, but sometimes we need help to figuring out the map and understanding the answers inside us. So coaches help us do that. So find a good life coach, find a good mentor that can guide you. I had a tremendous amount of coaches that really helped me get to clarity in my relationships, clarity in myself. And they were a very good support as well as a safe place for me to share my struggles. I felt very safe to say whatever is on my mind without judgment, with no judgment. So coaches is a very good place. Healers. We're living in a time when holistic treatments has never been so popular like today. Thank God. And I'm so grateful that we're living in this time and age that we are connected to the universe. We're connected to vibrations. There's so much more awareness about vibrations and and higher powers and energies and healers are a good guidance for this and they can help us tap into our negative energy and relieve it, release it and help us exercise positive energies in ourselves. So healers are also a very, very good support. Books, 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 books. We are so lucky for those that live in America. I don't know about the rest of the world, but in America, whoever lives in America, and now we have online libraries. We can order from Amazon. We can have audiobooks. We have, we're so lucky nowadays. We have so much access to information online. But if you live in America, go to libraries, go to the mental health section, research online the top mental health books, mindset books, how to overcome depression. There's so much out there. Read the books, consume the books, exercise the books. Brene Brown was a huge, huge part of my recovery. I must have read her book over four times. I took her online courses. Back in the day, she had online courses. I submerged myself with her information, talking about vulnerability, like go watch her videos on vulnerability. Watch everything about Brene Brown. She is like a treasure. There's so much free stuff from Brene Brown and books that you can get from the library or buy them for inexpensive. The Gift of Imperfection. What a book. What a book. Just understanding us. All of her books are incredible. Her latest book was really a powerful book, but that was after I recovered already. So it came from empowerment and, but still understanding that as much as we feel recovered, we're not recovered. It was, it's uh, the book on belonging and it's really, I forget the name, but it's going to be in the show notes. It was really a game changer for me 
because sometimes we feel like we're so we're so far in the in the game of healing, but we still have so many stuff that we need to heal inside ourselves. And and I found that through this book, I needed still to heal many many stuff, and it gave me tools of how to do it. So submerge yourself in books, okay? Find the things that you love to do. Find the things that you love to do, and do it with someone that gets you. Sometimes you have a friend that loves walking and you love walking. Find that partner that loves walking and make sure it's in your calendar that you go walking. Sometimes it's somebody that loves to go to shows. Find that friend that loves to go to shows with you. Find the activities that you can do with someone with a support, somebody that can do it with you and incorporate into your life. Something to look forward to. Activities that you look forward to and schedule them into your calendar like you schedule a doctor's appointment that is super important schedule these things, put them in your calendar, hyper focus on them because they are super important that they're going to give you strength. And when you, let's say going out for coffee, make sure that you go out for coffee. If that's something that that you like. I love coffee. I love my friends. So I made sure to constantly meet friends that understood me and that brought sunshine to my heart. So I would do that. I also used to do um, travel. I love traveling. So I made sure that I had something to look forward to in my calendar that was all about the travel. And I found somebody that loves these travels to go with with me as a support. So when you're in darkness, make sure that you travel or you do activities with the people that can support you in that activities that if you're having a panic attack or if you're having a down moment or you're having a hard time, they won't have a hard time with you having a hard time and they won't give you a what for a way. We're on a vacation. You're not allowed to have a panic attack. Well, you're on vacation. You got to get up early in the morning. You can't oversleep because you're depressed. Go with somebody that understands you and cares about you and just wants to be in the moment with you on vacation, whatever happens. We have those people in our lives. You just have to find them. You just have to find the right people. Through this journey of finding your support, you suddenly realize something about yourself, some kind of growth inside yourself of who you want to be with. It's really an interesting process. And then you realize also what is really important for you. And you, because you choose your time wisely through this, when you incorporate it really into your life, you suddenly start evolving in yourself when you incorporate all these things into your life. Exercise, 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 exercise. I don't like exercise. I hate exercise, but I did exercise. I found a exercise, uh, what do you call it? A trainer. And she was somebody that was always laughing and giggling and exciting. And she would push me to my limits. And she was, I looked forward to being with her because she knew my struggles and she knew my fears and she knew my frustrations. And I I felt safe sharing with her whatever was going through my day. And she adjusted my exercise to what I was going through that day. My exercise trainer became my support. So let's say you don't have a trainer. It could be you don't have a trainer and it could be you don't have a nice trainer or you could be that you can't afford a trainer or you could be that you don't like training. So find somebody that likes walking or likes jogging or do something. Sometimes also when you're in a group setting of um, music or dance, it could be anything like that. It could be aerobics. It gets your heart going, gets your excitement going, and you're with other people that are excited like you to do this action, this exercise, whatever it is, spinning or dance class. Do it. Find what works for you and you will find the support in those places. You will be surprised if you submerge yourself in exercise, in books, in online courses, 
and Facebook groups, you will be surprised how much support you can find. And it's not from the intimate people that you live with. It doesn't have to be your your spouse. It doesn't have to be your mother. It doesn't have to be your grandmother. It doesn't have to be your best friend. It doesn't have to be the people that are in your close, close, close network. And one of the biggest messages I want to get out of this episode is that it's okay if the person that is the closest to your heart is not the biggest support and the biggest cheerleader. It's okay. And all you have to do is find that cheerleader, that support that will be there for you because you can find it. And the people that say, no, I can, those are negative people that have to go back. My solo episode that I write, uh, that I talk about mindset, go back and listen to that episode. And when you come out of the victim mode, and when you come out of the mode of, I will never heal, and you come to from empowerment, you'll suddenly realize all the beautiful things that you have in your life and the relationships that you have in your life that don't have to be the best, best friendships that become your support. Mimi was not my good friend at the time. I hardly knew her, but I opened up to her at one point and she got me right away and she was there for me and she knew what I needed to hear, how she needed to show up. And we eventually became best of friends and our families are like one, but she wasn't always my best friend. And if I wouldn't show up and tell her what I was going through, just randomly, I would never know. I would never know. Now it's tricky. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy and it can be overwhelming. All this list of stuff can be overwhelming. The finding the right friend or finding the right family members, if it's cousins or third cousins or, or somebody that married into our family or coaches, online groups, the healers, the book, the courses, the traveling partners, the exercises, all these things could be, it's a lot, it's overwhelming, but find the one or two things that you feel from this list that can work for you. And if there's something in this list that doesn't work for you, but you can think of something else that could work for you, go for it. But don't live alone in silence in the pain. Don't let the pain consume you. Don't let the fact that your your loved ones don't understand what you're going through let it that take over your life and give up. Look elsewhere. Give the loved ones around you a break. Let them also continue in life without overwhelming them with your pain because it can be really hard, really, 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 really hard to see a loved one in constant pain. So give them a little bit break and find your support elsewhere and be okay with it and say, I'm okay with it. I'm grateful for whatever I have and I'm okay with it. They don't have to be my anchor all the time. They don't. It's not their job. It's not their job to hold all of our pain and all of our struggle because they can be feeling debilitated after a while and then the relationship can break apart. So try to find your support from the outside world, from podcasts. How many podcasts are out there on mental health and support? How many groups? How many online information? YouTube. Sometimes we can watch a simple YouTube and feel supported just by that. Just feel validated. Just feeling I'm not alone and getting some private energy can be the support. I really hope I gave you courage to, first of all, say it's okay for my loved ones around me to not support me 100% and not be my sole supporter and to give yourself time to think, okay, how am I going to find the support that helps me? Now, I'm telling you, I found a tremendous amount of support from so many different ways. By me, it was friends. It was my yoga class. It was my meditation. It was my online courses. It was my coaches. It was my healers. 
All of them were my support. My my therapist, they were my support. Ari was my tremendous support also, but it wasn't constant on him. He knew that when I was in crisis mode, I went and I called my healer. And he knew that it was okay that I didn't have to dump it on him when I was in crisis mode. And I was okay with the fact that he didn't have to understand the very deep, deep details of my crisis at that time. I gave him permission to disconnect a little bit, to be a little bit removed, even though he was feeling my pain, but it wasn't to the finest detail because it can consume them and it can affect our relationship with them. And we don't want that to happen. Sometimes it brings us together a little bit more, but we need to know how to give them breaks from it. And that's why it's so important to find the outside support. (sighs) I'm breathing. I'm breathing. I feel like everybody needs to take a deep breath. Journal about this a little bit. Maybe journal about it and say what you wish your support looked like and you get some clarity. And then through your journaling, you'll find out what really comes up and what support you have. You will find when you start, it's like gratitude. When you start practicing gratitude, your gratitude list goes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. When you start noticing one or two supports around you, you suddenly realize that you have a tremendous amount of support and it just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. It's about noticing. It's about being present. It's about being aware. It's about connecting to what's in front of us, opening our eyes, opening our minds. I hope this gave you some courage and understanding of how important it is to find support. I hope it gave you some guidance and permission and excitement to go find your support. Share your journey with us, please. Go to the Hope to Recharge community on Facebook and share some of your support stories. Encourage others. I could tell my story, but hearing others' stories are so much more powerful than one story. So share with us. Be a part of this breaking the stigma and the silence. Come with us on the journey. Share, share, share if you're willing to. If you're still suffering from the stigma, that's okay. No judgment. But if you're ready to share, please share. If you want to be featured on this podcast, reach out to us. You can go to hopetorecharge.com contact and you can reach out to us and we will see if your story is appropriate to share on our podcast to help others break the silence as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for emails. Thank you for your gratitude. Thank you for your gratitude. Your gratitude gives me energy. And thank you for all of those that trusted in me for the mastermind. I am so grateful for my community that joined us in this mastermind group. I am learning a tremendous amount from you and I'm enjoying the exercises with you. If you would like to join the mastermind for the next month, go to hopetorecharge.com forward slash mastermind. All the information about the best mastermind is there. You can also reach out to us if you have any questions. I want to wish you a wonderful, wonderful, grateful, connective week. Bye till next time. Thank you for joining us and taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. Please hit the subscribe button so you can hear further episodes. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please leave feedback and ratings below. Let us know if there's any topic that you would like to hear from us in the future. Bye till next time.